about chris I'm oh my out. god really the, the, there's the mail br- bring bring the mail br- bring <laughs> bring your phone with you expecting. bring your phone with you <laughs> I, hold on, I can't please I'll, reach. I'll be right back no just keep i'll i'll talk i'll talk in the meantime so this is another rousing not for nothing intro but i'm not going to redo it because it was so powerful chris of course is being distracted by his delivery of a uh i don't know probably a sex toy i'm guessing something like a fleshlight probably um I know he goes through them quickly. Uh, they're they're very. He's it's weird because uh, he's gotten into these like uh, throwback flashlights. These three cup three's company flashlights. I don't know if you know they make these. You can get a Chrissy or a Janet, uh, and he's 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 opted to get to, bo- to get both. Although are I feel you still like, recording? I feel like he's more of a Janet guy. I don't know. Are you Ooh. more of a Janet or a Chrissy guy? Oh, Chrissy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Janet didn't do anything. Who was the one that, like was like. She came Cindy? in. Yeah, that was my that was my bread and butter. Yeah, right there. she was. Yeah, she was like Janet's cousin or uh, Chrissy's cousin. Yeah, she was like a ditzy nurse. Like she was yeah. just more attainable. I liked her. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, you're right. She's well that one, and then there was. Uh, wait, was there two of them? It was a fake Cindy. Yeah, Cindy got replaced too. Yeah, Janet. Right. Janet ran her course because she knew with that weird lesbian haircut, she wasn't going to get another job. <laughs> Daisy Dukes or not. <laughs> Interesting sidebar on that. Uh, I just watched. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna make me seem like really lame. Uh, I just rewatched Sling Blade not that long ago. Oh, okay. French rap potatoes. Oh boy, you're gonna do that impersonation all the time now, aren't you? I'm gonna keep talking like this. Some people call it the Sling Blade. I call it the Kaiser Blade. <laughs> mm. Why did you rewatch? I want that? some French fried potatoes. <laughs> With Watch some that. mustard, the is gonna do a rewatchable now. On, with uh, some mustard on him, <laughs> <laughs> it's not rewatchable unless you want to watch Dwight Yoakam as a mean person. But and John Ritter, who plays, incidentally, a gay man. Oh, oh, hmm. he went full circle. He went from playing a, a fake gay man on Three's Company yeah. to playing an actual gay man. Upon right. so that was his wheelhouse. Good for him. He was like the guy from uh, from Headcast, like thirty years later. Yeah, the, like yeah. that guy, like the the chubby dude from. Uh, from the family show, the one that's married to the the oh yeah the right right, right the, the one who family. the one who yeah. you are convinced isn't gay, but I am convinced is gay. <laughs> he might be. I don't know. Hey, so not for nothing, folks. Welcome back. Uh, we got we got a great show for you today. Uh, and I know you know how I know is because you sent me a sweet show outline. So let's get this thing rolling. What do you think? Let's do it. Pshh, pshh, pshh. Baseball. Nothing to talk about. Next. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking God. We actually do have a little <laughs> bit of baseball to talk about. We do. Uh, the first spring training game, I don't know if you noticed, but Jose Altuve was plunked. Oh, yeah. I think I heard something about that. Yeah. So I got all excited. I was like, oh, man, the over's a lock. But then I went back and looked at it, and it was like an, an accidental like hit on his foot. Oh. I know. So don't Boring. get. I know. I was really hoping so like people would be plunking them. What's that? Why did we bring this up? Oh, I just want to talk about baseball because it's such a uh, fun topic. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, but you wanted to talk about uh, a flat uh, a flat Earth follow up story, and I didn't want to get any teaser because I love a good flat Earth story. So, what do you got? <laughs> okay, so we've talked about this, you know, ad nauseum over the over the years. Now, Not ad nauseum um, as as necessary, I would say. As necessary, uh, we both love to talk about it. Yep. And I think at one of those points in times, we talked about a dude. Who, um, who sort of was making his own rockets and trying to prove that the flat uh, the Earth was flat. We did. By sort of engineering his own sort of like a steam-powered uh, contraption that goes Wait, takes him up to be in space. Apparently, That's, yeah. He's a steampunk? He might be. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Way to be so, discredited immediately. You're anyway. not even a good kind of – you're not even a science nerd. You're no, a, he's You're just a, a cosplay a, nerd. Yeah, yeah, he's just, a, he's just a dork, actually. Okay. Um, Does he have a monocle? So this, so this dude, they self-professed like daredevil, like flat Earth truthers. His nick, his nickname is like Mad Mike Hughes. Ugh. He's been doing this a few times, right? He builds these rockets and he tries to go up as high as he can, and then tries to 
prove the Earth is flat. Although he could just get an airplane and take pictures and like do the same thing. Yeah. But you can't do that because that would sort of disprove. Maybe your he own should get theory. a zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why don't bring, people bring back zeppelins? Yeah, there's not enough zeppelins. Anyway, so this mad Mike Hughes guys, he tries to once again prove the Earth is flat. He built his another homemade rocket and yeah. he launches it into the desert of like California somewhere. Sure. Uh, unfortunately it crashed and he died. No, he was in it. He was in it. What a dummy. Yeah. And it's all captured on video. Chris. Oh, great. I will watch that video. You got to watch it. Cause oddly enough, everyone is just sort of standing there in the desert, like watching and it like takes off and they're just kind of going like watching him. He goes really high up in the air. Obviously he doesn't even get into outer space no. or leaves the atmosphere. And parachute doesn't launch. Uh, and they're all just kind of like standing around going, Oh no. Oh God. Oh no. Oh no. And as the rocket like drops, like you could tell at one point, all of a sudden, like in the clouds, you just see this black little speck, like start going straight down towards back towards the earth. And everyone's like, Oh no, pull it, Mike, pull it, pull the chute. Come on, parachute. Come on, come on, parachute. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and then, poof. and then the thing just lands in the dead in like the ground with a big thud. Oh man! And the crash happens, and then everyone realizes Runs. the outcome here. Pretty yeah, much, they know right off the bat. They know, I know. absolutely know. And then, like, luckily, at one, like, I watched one video of this, and like, no, no nothing else happens. Right? And it's just people talking. I'm like, oh my god, people aren't even going to him. But then there's a second video that shows there's like a different angle, and there's a couple guys on like on like ATVs or four wheelers that go running out towards him and stuff. But in the there in the video, yeah. you can't see any of these people, right? So they're they're just taking the videos, but you hear them talking as they're taking this video. Yeah. And once the crash happens and everyone, you know, kind of realizes this isn't good, you just hear one guy go, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't turn out right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your reaction to this dude? Like, this is probably a friend of his or something, right? That is like out there, like supporting this guy. Like encouraging him to do this, and then all—that's all you say. Nothing good like, happens in the desert, Chris. God dang it! Yeah, man. My yeah. my loving wife, who works at a traumatic brain injury uh, hospital here in Pittsburgh, multiple traumatic brain injury hospitals in Pittsburgh. Uh, she has a new patient who just tried to break the land speed record in. Uh, oh no! He's trying to break 500 miles an hour. Was he in it, the salt flats? Yeah, in the salt flats. Oh man! Uh, needless to say. <laughs> People still do this? Needless to say, you don't end up in a traumatic brain injury ward if you've done it. <laughs> he got close, though. He got up there. He got close to 500. You know, I'm sure a lot of people get close. And and I will say, my wife did say, like, you know, he's doing pretty good. And I was like, oh, good. So he'll recover? She's like, not that good. Oh, oh man. Yeah. He'll be, trying to do, he'll be trying to break the land speed record on a, uh, on a rascal, probably. Right. If he's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing good happens in the desert, Chris. Nothing good happens in the desert. Although I do have sort of an alternate conspiracy theory on this. On this, uh, we've thing not had enough guy. conspiracy theories on this show. So the, give it to me. This one, okay. Uh, I think he may have tried to commit suicide. Actually. Oh my god, dude! This is like he he knew like all that he's crazy. This guy's you're, a crazy. He's you're out there. We should have Chris's morbid conspiracy theory corner because every time I bring up a conspiracy theory, you poo poo it. And yet somehow, like you're the last two conspiracy theories on the show are suicide by steam rocket. Maybe he found out the truth that the earth isn't flat. Yeah. And Kobe right? and and that Kobe pushed that helicopter dude into flying. And which is crazy because I just saw an article that like Vanessa, whatever, Bryant has like sued is. the helicopter company, which is like that's that's typical. Like ESPN right. and whoever, they're trying to make clickbait out of it. That's that's what you do. A wrongful death suit always happens anytime anyone dies. No it happens what. at hospitals, right. airplanes, what have you. Don't put this on the helicopter pilot. Don't put this on the helicopter. But it's the first thing I thought of was like, the first thing I thought of was you. The first thing I thought of was you. When I saw that article, the first thing I thought of was you thinking of me. (laughs) (laughs) But think about this. This guy, there's a video, and everyone's like calling for the parachute to open, and he needs to pull it, apparently. And then I know this thing is probably wonky as hell, so maybe it didn't work or something, and maybe it didn't pull it. But don't you think there would have been just sort of a backup plan in there where that parachute automatically like pops out or something? Or maybe, I don't know, man. Or maybe like some, a, or maybe like a go go gadget spring at the <laughs> yeah. bottom, and it'll just be like, wow, <laughs> bounce back up. <laughs> He's all, go go gadget parachute. And it's like, no, it's not working. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, go go gadget spring. <laughs> or maybe he said go go magic pa- go go magic parachute. <laughs> go go gadget parachute, and instead, like the like hammer, the mallet came out. <laughs> <laughs> it 
was like the self-destruct button. <laughs> yeah, we are working our way to the current time. We got started with Three's Company. We got to we got to uh, Inspector Gadget. The '90s are up next, folks. Just hold, hold tight. Right. Well, uh, we could still we could still stay in the '70s because if we want to talk about the Philly Fanatic. You know, that was I, you know what? 70s, I wanted so. to talk about the Philly Fanatic before you wanted to talk about the Philly Fanatic. So I love that you put this on the show notes. What do you got? Okay, so months ago, just we, you know, we talked about the. I, I think I brought the story up to the, our attention about the creators of the mascot back in the '70s. Some, yes. some marketing agency losing, back in New York here lo- suing the Phillies right. over like copyright issues. Right. And they're trying to get more money out of the agreement, and they're also trying to uh, potentially like sue the Phillies and stop them from using the the the, the fanatic until they sort of resolve this issue and or make the fanatic a free agent to sort of sell to some other team who would want to use them, which I think is completely stupid right. and idiotic in that sense. However, in response to this, the Phillies now, with about a couple months away from having their, their term uh, up when they can still use the fanatic, I guess. I don't know the correct way to say that, but... Um, the collective have, bargaining <laughs> agreement for the yeah, fanatic whatever is, is up. Yeah, for okay. mascots or something. Yeah. They are taking the time-tested approach of undermining and snaking their way around this problem, Chris. Yeah, because God knows they don't have the money. The fucking, what, <laughs> probably like 80 grand, these guys, that would shut these fuckers up. Even if it was a million dollars. Yeah. You know, like they could spend $20 million or so on players and whatnot and on this roster and this team, but they can't spend uh, if, a, a couple hundred thousand to a million Ruben, dollars. If Ruben Amaro was still the GM, they would. <laughs> he looks. He likes to spend things on things that don't actually help the team. <laughs> uh, so they've made like some sort of uh, alterations and changes to the costume a little bit, apparently. And I honestly oh, can tell you, they're trying to like they're trying to be like it's not the fanatic, but it is the fanatic. It's, no, it's an updated and a newer version of the fanatic that's more modern or whatever their blah 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 stupid terms are that they're trying to prove this thing is. So they made small little tweaks. And and I think so that that hopes in creating like this this image will be legal uh, will be enough to legally continue using this mascot without having to pay these people. God, I, I literally just, I spent five minutes why, trying to decipher the difference. The, okay, so this this brings me to my point about the Philly okay. fanatic, which is thus, and we can talk about esports. You can't tell the difference now. We can tell now. Well, of course not. And and it, it's it, I'm sure there's a I'm sure they've paid there's like a blue over a million dollars like, in legal fees to yes. try to figure out how they can. Change yes. him enough so that it's not copyright infringement and make him like, mm-hmm. r- like r- Donald McDonald. You know, <laughs> like it's <laughs> the golden arches. They're like, here's Donald McDonald. His hair's a little different, <laughs> and he has a mustache. Um, so I was at this. Uh, I was at this event. Uh, I was working this esports event. Uh, we don't need to get into it today, and we shouldn't because I got another one in two weeks, and we'll be right back in it. The Washington Justice Overwatch team played. The Philadelphia something fusion, I guess they were. Sure. And somebody showed up because, as they do with this nerd shit, they show up in cosplay. It's like a thing. Like anything that has like any sort of nerd component, they have to dress up like. They have to. Yeah. They can't. Like sexy Valkyries and whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, judge not. I love a sexy Valkyrie as much as the next guy. (laughs) Uh, The. uh, the 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 interesting thing was is I noticed that the one of the Philly people showed up as gritty. Mm. No one dressed up as the fanatic, right? And this dude shows up as gritty, and he's the just getting gritty is huge now. He's getting so much play, and people so people want pictures with him. So mm-hmm. why don't the Phillies just make a deal with the Flyers and be like, "Yo, just yes. let's just do gritty." Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what I have in my notes, Chris. I just fucking I thought we had the exact same thought. Can't like, gritty just be the guy? Different. Yeah, yeah. Or what if they do this? What if they sort of do some sort of like. Uh, Pay some sort of uh, pot- or side or or sort of uh, some sort of rights to it, but like use gritty, but do like a. Uh, I mean, you could sort of. This is a huge tie-in opportunity here to right use one or multiple sort of gritties or, or multiple gr- uh, variations of the same. A Philly mascot. gritty, like right. So like the so way the green gritty or something, right? Ooh, green gritty, yeah. Right, like the so way they like made the, the way they made. Gritty, but then that's the Phillies like mascot though, so they're different, but yet they're in like you're, the same family. You're treading into dangerous territory though, because I don't remember know if you remember the uh, the Chewbacca Christmas special, <laughs> where there was a lady. <laughs> Chewbacca and Grandpa Chewbacca and Baby Chewbacca and it's embarrassing. <laughs> so to be careful when you branch well, out on Yoda a franchise. Now, so I don't that's know. true, and it did work. You're right. Right. And yeah. Baby Gritty would be cute. 
I think Gritty would. Yeah. Ba- oh, Baby Gritty. Baby Gritty. Baby Gritty. We gotta do it. Okay. So I, I'm. A, I agree with you. I don't. I don't have. I'm a Phillies fan ish. Sure. And I don't. Yep. I'm not married to the fucking fanatic. That's not. Cares anymore. Except for he's fan. good at driving an ATV, which I think would sure. be very hard in a full regalia. But uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So so uh, so we're in we're in we're in agreement there. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's baseball for you today. That is baseball. That's our baseball topic. This that's ba- we're, we've been talking baseball. It's the only thing good of, uh, worth talking uh, baseball related is. Okay. Is there anything worth talking about uh, in the world of boxing? So we talked about this. This Wilder Tyson fight, uh, yeah. Tyson Fury fight, we last call, week, right? which we called perfectly. We we nailed it on the nose. Really? On God the damn, nose. we're so good at this yeah. stuff. I, listen, I don't know why we aren't moving to Vegas. Listen to us, folks. Gambling. Yeah, they get that. We said, well, we did say Fury, didn't we say Fury in a in a TKO or was it Wilder? In a no, TKO? it was Wilder. We God, that. we missed it by a mile. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, but yet again, Lessons if everyone learned. just did the opposite of what we say, people would be rich. That's all you have to do. First rule of thumb. Yeah. Just do the opposite of yeah, us. Yeah. And you'll win. Big, yeah. Big um, all, the only reason I want to bring this back up, though, is that now he's like Wilder has like, and I was, I kind of started liking this guy. I thought it was good. Apparently, he's not that great of a boxer or technically speaking. He's just got like a big right hand that knocks people yeah, out. Yeah. That too. We're not going to see him again. That, yeah, probably not. That's it, um, man. That's Ronda Rousey. But, that's Ronda Rousey. When you get dropped by a fucking yeah, kidney yeah, yeah, shot, yeah, yeah, you're, totally, you're not right? going back in the ring. You're kind of you, you maybe get one or two more chances, and then maybe we'll see what happens after that. But so then he comes up with this excuse that because of that costume he was wearing as he entered the ring, weighed 40 pounds, that made his like legs like weak and tired. That's uh, what he's going with. Before the fight even started. That's what he's going with. That's what he's going with. Wow. Now. Chris, I'm I'm pretty sure you and I have both carried 40 pounds or more, like working multiple multiple times. My dog weighs like 45 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like we've carried some like big heavy equipment and stuff in our times and our works, and we are not neither the size, the strength, or in the shape that Deontay Wilder is in. No. And our legs have not given out on us. No. And we've we've ugh, I I don't even know how you can even try to use this as like it's just dumb the guy's oh man bum. it just like, sucks because it take sucks i don't want another cocky guy from across the pond ruling another thing like i as much as like everybody loves a great white hope i don't i hate a great white hope in any and yeah. except for when it comes to like slam dunk contests <laughs> i even i hate it then we talked about this last week yeah. i don't need a great white hope uh-huh yeah i especially don't need one that's like all. Uh, Although I do like his name, Tyson Fury is pretty badass. That's a, and it's his legit name yeah, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. I hope that Tyson Fury's kids have kids with Mike Tyson's kids so that they can be Tyson Tyson. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think let's here's the here's here's the note for us. Okay, we're not Adam Carolla. We're not, we're not Bill Maher. <laughs> lesson for us. <laughs> uh, we don't know shit about boxing, so don't fucking listen to us ever. Well, that's anytime. Probably, this is probably the only other time we'll ever talk about boxing anyway. So, I mean, I'll talk about it. I love the sweet science back in 1991. <laughs> but like, I'm when not... Jack Johnson was champion. Yeah. <laughs> this is the story of the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that does remind me. So this is an interesting. Uh, this was an interesting question posed by a listener, uh, E. Alvarez of uh, Somerville. He wanted oh. to know who is the most iconic sports person of all time, sports um, figure, sports in, in like America or the like iconic sports figure. Uh, it's a I good mean, question Muhammad because it's got to be. See, that's where that's. It took me a while to get there, but it's got to be Ali, right? It's got to be Ali. He was. Like, he was saying different... MJ. He was saying MJ. Yeah, he's probably he's probably up there. Um, but for like sort of a like, but Ali is like is multifaceted, iconic too, though, right? Like it's not just for because he was a great boxer, but he also stood for things. Like whereas Michael is just like a pure just basketball player. Yeah. And he yeah, I mean I you're 100% right. Mike I think that if you're talking about iconography, the the Jumpman brand 
mm-hmm. and what he did with Nike. I mean, that's global. Lends to another ic- a status icon status. Yeah, uh, totally. So they, I mean, they are sort of right? neck I mean, and neck. I don't think, but I don't imagine like Michael Jordan like meeting with like you know he's not he would never like go meet with like Nelson Mandela you know like there no, just isn't no. that no that kind of thing so it's a different yeah. kind of icon thing but I I I think they're pretty neck and neck my I I, I stupidly yeah. my 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 guess was not as astute as yours uh, Muhammad <laughs> Ali I immediately jumped to uh, Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner that's <laughs> where my mind went immediately. But hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, no, listen. The Kardashians' reach is immense. Sure. And for a, a for a decathlete from the '76 Olympics mm-hmm. who made a Wheaties box and then mm-hmm. proceeded to have a very lucrative self-help and speaking tour career. Okay. For for that athlete to then overstep like basically the 80s and 90s into the 2000s and then again become an icon for the trans world which is pretty brave uh and also just to be the exposure from the kardashian world is a, and i think he was like the espn uh, person of the year one year uh as caitlin she was sorry my yeah. bad uh isn't there a level of of sports icon like from a wheaties box to like bravo like that it's kind maybe. of maybe I I don't know because I think you could the only arguments I would make against that and I and I don't necessarily disagree with you but she she might sort of be on a tier below that even still though because yeah. like there's been a ton of Wheaties box people right over the years Mary Lou Retton and but Mary Lou Retton uh, isn't like Tom Retton you know no no I know but I'm just on, saying that, on like, like on like, like the biggest itself, the though, biggest and, like the Wheaties boxes kind of went away at like probably 20 years ago it lost its luster sure. 20 years ago sure. at least. Um, there's been plenty of like sort of Olympic athletes that would probably have a bigger profile than, than, than Bruce Jenner did right now to sort of tie in with the Kardashians and, and, and what he's done or what she, who she has become now and that significance to it. I, I, I do think there's probably something there, although I, I don't even know if she's sort of the iconic, uh, if, if trans person is, would be the right thing to that, that she sort of, the, would you, would you say oh, person I think that they pretty... kind of hold up there as, as, as kind of there for trans people? Probably not, but I think that there's still something like impressive about what she did, but you know, I, in a, in a weird way, but I think you're probably right. I think on the grass, on the grassroots, uh, LBGTQ world, she's probably not much of a hero because, yeah. you know, I, I, right. there's probably a, a lack of legitimacy in some of it. Um, she also did murder someone, so let's not forget that. Uh, that doesn't change the fact that there's an icon status. It's interesting you brought up the yeah. Weed, the Wheaties box I, thing. Can we just can we just do a a forty five degree turn really quickly? Sure, yeah, let's do it. So you mentioned the Wheaties box thing. So Ali Jenner, Michael Jordan, all on the Wheaties box, right? Okay. So could you? So without the Wheaties box, can you be a sports icon? Now, yeah, because the Wheaties box probably doesn't mean as much. But let's think about it. Who is the who is the most iconic baseball player of all time? Who would you say? Of all time? Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay. So. Um. I get. I mean, you would probably have to say just from a. From a. Um, stupid historical standpoint it's probably babe ruth right. right like he's sort of the standard bear i guess of weird baseball. so this is a good this is a, an interesting tie-in i i would agree with you i'd say jackie robinson's probably a close second but I. But I, yeah but i think for like a little, with a little more perspective and stuff i think you're you're doing like yeah like okay yeah exactly okay so babe ruth uh predates Wheaties boxes was in post box was on post boxes uh mm-hmm. hockey most iconic hockey player yeah it's gretzky right definitely on a Wheaties box football uh, this one's trickier. Yeah. Um, who, who are we talking about? Who's been on the box, or who just? No, I would just have, in I general. Would sort of... I'm just saying that, like, whoever you say has always been on a box, <laughs> or would be on the box if they still did it, kind of a thing. Well, I uh, mean, not even that, really. I mean, because so I mean, back in the day, I would have, you know, like, but he was, uh, he he would have been. Um, 
he probably would have been ahead of the time of the Wheaties boxes. I th- maybe would. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. Of course, uh, the football player Newt Rockney. Uh, no, not that far back. Bart Starr, um, Johnny Unitas. No, no, no. no. Uh, Brown. Um, Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim that was Brown. the first yeah. person I thought of too. Yeah, he Jim definitely Brown. wasn't on a Wheaties box. Uh, no. But couldn't you say is couldn't you say that Tom? There's an argument for Tom Brady. There's an argument now for Tom Brady. Sure, absolutely. Even b- beyond Wheaties boxes, like let's yep. just say, like Wheaties boxes aside. Is Tom Brady an an iconic? Is he the most iconic NFL player, or does he just not have? Is he too hated? No, I think no. I think he would probably be. I think you put him up there on the list of of like the five, probably five best football players of all time. Right. I mean, I, Jer- Jerry Rice is usually considered the best football player. Period. Yeah, I but think, I don't think he's iconic. Talented. I would say Walter Payton is more iconic than him. I would, I would, I would, I would make that argument too. I think so. Yeah, I think I think there's some debates there, but I think Tom Brady is definitely sort of. Elevated in that status, though. So here's sort of what I'm getting at. We just box aside. Isn't it fucking funny that baseball, we have to go to, like, the 30s to find the most iconic baseball player? You, you know, if it, if it wasn't for Barry Bonds and this, this whole steroid scandal, I think he probably would have been that guy. Right, but baseball's too stupid to have an icon. They fuck, yeah. they fuck their icon. You know yeah. who the other one would be? You know who the other, you know the other one would be? A little bit just because of his popularity. The other one would be Pete Rose. The other one would be Pete Rose. <laughs> Maybe. Baseball yeah. has fucking canceled their icons. They're yeah, but this, that's their problem. They still they live. They all live. It all lives in the past. Isn't it fucking dumb? They're it just lives like in that. The past. That when I was thinking about this whole thing, I mean Gretzky's been it's been a minute, and but there are there there's Sid Crosby. Like there's players, you know. Yeah, you could even, even go as far as now. It, you could even argue like LeBron over Jordan, but there's still like as far as icon status. But if you're you're saying the difference in baseball is Babe Ruth to Jackie fucking Robinson, and then the buck stops there because of ba- fuck baseball. I mean, seriously, fuck baseball. Like, <laughs> get your fucking head together, figure it out. Like, it's fu- like just figure it the fuck out. I, hate I mean, baseball. so here's the list of all the Wheaties box covers, right? Going every year. And this goes back to 1934. And Lou Gehrig was the first Wheaties box, apparently. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then somehow all the way up into, and then I just saw, saw this for some stupid reason. This goes all the way into, where did it go? I just, did I just lose it? No. Uh, Babe Ruth, 1992. Babe Ruth was on the cover of Wheaties. In 92. In 92. He made it. Yeah. Cal Ripken Jr., Nah. 95. That's pretty cool. Yeah. See, even, oh man, even, uh, oh, Griffey was on it. 96 to 2000. Yeah. So that, those are, yeah, no, no, that's exactly. You're, you're totally right. Baseball. That's a problem with baseball is everything still lives in the past and they can't, this whole like cheating scandals and all these scandals and all these things, the unwritten rules of baseball, man, it all goes back to that stupid shit. Even football, which is like lays, like their history lays heavy in these like, founders right like i mentioned newt rockney i mentioned like bart Starr, johnny unitas like even like danny white like there there's a definitely like a a history of football mm-hmm. but that's not the only face of football and i hate yep. fucking football i hate the politics of the nfl but you can have franco harris in the same conversation as you can have walter payton as you can have jim brown as you can have barry sanders as you can mm-hmm. have whoever's like the next the mm-hmm. current best running back like they're all compared but in baseball, it's fucking old fucking guys and nothing else. And I think that's the problem with that is because they rely on stats so much, right? That it's a little easier comparison because everybody hits or everybody pitches in a sense, right? And you can kind of uh, you can kind of delineate those numbers across the board. In football, there's different positions and there's different stats for different players, basically, right? Each each position has its own stat line, so you can't sort of you can't realistically compare a running back to a quarterback and they'd be like, well, he has this many you know, uh, touchdowns or yards and stuff. And it doesn't really compare across the board. Whereas baseball, everyone can kind of just go, Hey, here's Babe Ruth. Here's his numbers. That's the standard bearer. And everyone else falls below. But isn't it interesting that like, which is dumb football is like more compelling, like to be like, compare running backs to running backs, cornerbacks to cornerbacks, QBs to QBs In baseball. You don't really do a lot of like positional comparisons. Yeah. No, you just compare pitchers and hitters. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. And, and, and And, the problem is, is like they rely on the pass so much. Whereas in football, it's a little more – they make – you know, they, they kind of don't – I think there's a more of a recency bias in football too when they when they kind of – and I think that, that top 100 list of the 100 best players that NFL just did or whatever. Yeah. And they made a list. Like I think there was a lot of present-day guys on there. Um, or maybe – I don't know. If there was but at least they have that. 
At but least, at least they have it, and at least they sort of they they don't sort of just go like, uh, or at least they, they sort of modernize their stats a little bit, where they're like, well, you can't sort of, it's hard to compare. They they acknowledge that you can't compare the like the forties to the to the nineties, right? Yeah. Where in modern, baseball they just they they just the modern they football that, no era. What. Like I like that I like that they at least say the modern football era. There's no modern basketball era. That's why everyone right. thinks that fucking Bill Walton is still so goddamn good. Dude was scoring on like Dolph Shays, like on most nights, like and Rick Perry. Yeah, G- Jim right. Jim Budinsky. Fucking right. Well, they use so Bill they use Walton scored a ton on Jim like, Budinsky. You can't compare these errors, but in baseball they just keep going. Oh no no no! He hit forty home runs yeah. back in the thirties. People so still, that, you know, people still think wins mean something for a fucking pitcher. Yeah. Who gives a fuck yeah. about wins? Yeah. You know what? You know, base, okay, you know so baseball should be. Baseball should put there. There should be a stat in baseball that's like. War against salary. Like everyone's <laughs> fucking stat line should be put up against how much they make on an annual salary. And that's what should fucking matter to baseball. Like that's it. That's all that yeah. should matter. Oh, I like that actually. It should be your that's stats against your salary. For fucking sure it should. For a league that has no fucking salary cap, like mm-hmm. then then you should be it should be it should come down to like weird like like slave analogies. And this is gonna make me sound like fucking Jimmy the Greek, but what I'm saying is is like Put a price tag on the stat line, and then and then and then decide who's the best fucking player of all time. Because if baseball is that concerned about cost, then at least put a fucking value on it. Well, and and actually, and war actually does that because it, it sort of compa- uh, compares everybody to the sort of the um, average player. Yeah, put it up against the average, the average salary. Like, right, but then they they use that. A lot of people use that number to equate per per each point. They use that to equate to the average of a salary. So, like, if you have, if you're a 1.0 WAR player, then that's like averaged equal to like eight million dollars a year, right? So they so they kind of already have that in a sense, and that's kind of why I still like that stat. Although a lot of people seem to have moved past that as well. well but, um, meta, the thing I hate about data. this whole thing is like this controversy with uh, analytics and stats, and especially in baseball, is that everyone keeps poo-pooing all these new stats and stuff. Whereas that's just what. Like someone came up with like home runs and hits and steals at some point in time. Like those were new at some point in time. Yeah. Like why those are stats? They're the, they're the same thing. They're just an evolution of stats. Like why are you so up in arms about new stats versus old stats? I I think it's because people don't. It's just a generational thing. It's just pe- people want it. And there's this argument for the eye test. You know, like oh you can't you can't put a fucking stat on heart. You can't put a stat on ability in the clutch. Grit. You can't put you can't put a stat on grit. Hunger. Yeah. <laughs> determination. Determination. Sweat. Grime. Know how. <laughs> God. It's fucking you can put dumb. Put a stat on get your hands dirty. It's dumb. Shirt, the eye test dirty. can tell you how crazy a motherfucker is, but if you can get past how crazy they are, it really doesn't matter. Like I would, I would consider not signing JaVale McGee or like Mike Beasley or some, you know, because of craziness. If right. you know, because like there's or a, aloofness. Oh, fucking aloofness! <laughs> God, that's why people don't do this fucking combine anymore. Anyway, we should move away from this because it's just a baseball bashing pod and it doesn't yeah. do us any good. Let's move from one crazy person to another, Chris. Dude loves weed too much. <laughs> I don't right. know if you thought. Have you seen the story? Is this a dude that got pulled over in Texas? Yeah, that's just a dude that's trying to sell weed. Yeah, but let's—I want to break this down because there's so much to this thing here. There isn't. So there's, there's a former Cleveland Browns player, offensive tackle, recently released. It, recently released. So it's—it's—he's—he uh, it, probably won't be back in the league. But Greg Robinson is the, is the offensive tackle. He was busted <laughs> at a border patrol checkpoint just outside of El Paso. Wait, Texas. it was a border patrol? Wasn't he just wasn't he just driving across Texas? Nope, it's a border patrol checkpoint. On a highway just outside of El Paso, Texas, which is not too far from your place of Marfa, Texas. Right. Wait, this is weird. So he was... And it's also a couple miles away from the actual border. So it's just on a strip of highway. But why was he driving that close to the border? Exactly. There's a million different ways to get from... I think it was California, right? He was going from L.A. to Louisiana. Yeah. He he was like, I'll take the fastest path through the fucking state with all the, like, Texas Rangers and... and Yeah, and if you Google it, it is sort of the most direct and fastest way. Of course, that's why he did it. But a couple other routes are like adds maybe an hour or two to it. Wait, did Google Maps get this guy busted? Uh, I bet maybe? you it did. He didn't plot maybe. this shit out. He got this shit in his car and was like, "How's the fastest way to get there?" And was like, "So let's go through El Paso." Finish the so story, I but you, I, I want to Google it. And they're like, "Hey, there's a border patrol checkpoint right there." But it is sort of in the middle of like 
It's not where you would probably think it would be. It's not on the border itself. It's just sort of on the highway. No, no, and I've, no, I've no, actually come I've, across one too yeah, in Arizona. A, same in where, Marfa and like in El, in El, actual El Paso. But yeah, right. It's just in the middle of the highway, kind of randomly, and they, they just stop cars and check it because they're border patrol and they're either looking for people crossing or they're looking for drugs. The other crazy part of the story, though, dude, is that they hired an Uber driver. Wait, an Uber driver was driving this shit? So he was driving the car most of the way, and then when they got close to the border checkpoint, so which means I don't know if they knew it was there or not, but they got close enough where they sort of pulled over, and uh, Greg Robinson had his other friend, who's a, who's a former football player, Quan Bray, he told him, he's like, you get behind the wheel, you drive, and he told the Uber driver guy, he's like, and if we get stopped, you tell him the drugs are yours. Hold the fucking phone. Yeah, man. They hired an Uber driver to well, do this? they've hired before and worked with before. Or the like, same Uber with, driver. I, I don't know. Okay, but, okay. So he's a thing. drug yeah. smuggler who happens to be an Uber driver. Okay. Maybe, but the, the Uber driver guy, apparently, as the story goes, refused to, to go along with this theory. Yeah, because you know what happens when you get busted? Yeah. You fucking squeal because you don't want to go to jail. Well, and the also... The story changes a lot at that point. It also This also becomes a federal crime. And it's also elevated from possession to trafficking or intent to sell because the normal amount that switches it just from possession is 22 pounds. Yeah, Chris. So I got. They had 157 pounds. Can I give you? Can I give you? This is without giving names. (laughs) I have friends who have (laughs) smuggled drugs from Sacramento to the let's just or let's say Northern California to New England. Okay. I have friends who have done this. Uh, They've done it in multiple ways. They Usually it's all packed into like spare tires or Christmas presents. Okay. Uh, that's, yeah. that's a hell of a Christmas gift. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the fr- If you get caught, the first thing you do is rat out whoever is on the other side of it. Sounds like Robinson was the guy on the other side of it. So there's no one to rat out, right? There's no one to up. Yeah, this seems like it's all him. Man. It's all him. And it sounds to me like they got away with it once and thought it was easy. But But from what I've heard... When you're driving with a felony's worth of marijuana in your car, it is the most nerve-wracking thing in the world. It is Fuck yeah. every car looks like a cop. Uh-huh. Every time you see anything, it feels like Paranoid you're going to get shit, and you give it away so easily. Yeah, the best yeah. thing to do, as far as I understand, is you drive. You go by yourself. You drive through as much of the center or northernmost part of the United States. So you go through the Badlands, or you go through I-90, the Midwest, right through I ninety, all the way across this yep. country, and you uh you don't sleep in hotels because you won't okay. sleep. You, right. You just, you just, yeah. you, you get as much shut eye as you can at like a gas station or at like a Walmart parking lot. But for the most <laughs> part, like every time you stop at a hotel, you're giving yourself up because weed smells a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, I, from what I understand, the border patrol guy, the, the, the dog smelled it before yeah, the border patrol. Yeah, they caught it right away. Yeah. yeah. So, Which is also the other thing. So like, even if you don't know, there's, a, there's this, there's this checkpoint there. You're driving through El Paso and into Texas, which is El Paso borders on the on is on the border of uh, the town in Mexico is Juarez, which is one of the most dangerous and messed up towns in the world. It says right, you. so so they're already on heavily high alert and already looking for this kind of stuff, especially in the state of Texas. Why are you driving through there, man? Sounds like we got our boner of the month. <laughs> Also, why are they sh- transporting weed from LA to Louisiana? So who's a should, big who's a big shouldn't be the other way around? If we're doing a boner of the month, which I think we definitely should now, because this is <laughs> this is drive time radio. Is our boner of the month Mad Dog Matt Machinsky, the fucking the guy good that question. tried to tried to touch the Scott? I'll stars? take your answer off the air. What? <laughs> I'll take your answer off the air. Um, ah, that's or, a good question. Or is it Greg Robinson? Mad Mike Hughes or uh, Greg Robinson? Yeah. Wow. Who's your boner uh, boner of the month? Mm, well, you can. I know, think I'm gonna have to go with Greg Robinson. They're probably. Let's just say this: they're both nominees. Yeah. And we'll get to it because this is only the beginning of. Or this is almost the end of the month. We'll do. We'll do it. We'll do like a one bo- A and one B. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 this is just a nominee. This is a nominee for. They're oh, okay, both nominees okay. for boner of the month because it's only a week. <laughs> Strong choices. Yeah. Strong choices. Strong choices for boners of the month. Can I just finish this story off by Donkey saying... Donkey of the day. I stole it from Charlemagne. Go ahead. The, re- the reports are, are only estimated the worth of all this is $500,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but this dude has made $30 million in six seasons playing football. Oh, shit. Really? He did good? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's been around a while. He was a first round pick for uh, the, the Rams. He was like, a I just don't understand why he's doing it. Why doesn't he I don't, just have that's Uber what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't like, like you need like to make that worth your time. You, you have to be making like millions of dollars. Even if he thing. does a limited amount of time, which you can do. I know people that have also been this guy's going away for doing this. Time. I don't think he will. I think he'll go away for it'll be a suspended sentence. He'll probably do 18 months. Mm, I don't think so. I think he's doing multiple years, but probably even in the double digits. He'll cop a felony. I doubt it. You want to put it's a, a, it becomes you wanna, a federal you wanna crime put, now, you man. You want to put they're a not, bet on it? I don't think they're messing around He'll with He'll lawyer up. You want to put a bet on it? Uh, Sure. Greg sure. Robinson does under two years. You say over? Uh, I'll say over. Sure. Okay. Five yeah. bucks. Okay. Great. You got it. All right. Let's move on to the more important football league, if we can. Yeah, let's do it. The yep. XF. L. Wait, we, should we get to ba- fo- ba- basketball before we get to the XFL, or should we just skip basketball? Because I think it's fair that we move XFL to the end of the show for our listeners that don't care about the XFL, which is <laughs> all of them. Uh, yeah, because I don't really have a lot of basketball stuff to talk about. It's just gambling stuff. So, um, well, we could do it probably quickly, maybe. Uh, let, let's save it. Let's do a basketball. Let's, let's focus heavily on basketball, because I think these can all wait. Oh, but we got to do a game of the night. So let's do our... Let's do this. Let's uh let's do our NBA game of the night, and then let's close on the uh, NFL game of the night. How's that sound? XFL. XFL. Sorry, yep. Freudian slip. Oh. I have dreams about my mom having sex, so I said NFL. Wow, <laughs> this is the only way a Freudian slip would have worked in that <laughs> scenario. I was just working it in. <laughs> so, okay, Chris, we've got we've got a, a a full docket of games tonight. Okay, and just so our our listeners know. We uh we totally blew that last bet. Uh, Memphis is actually bad. So uh, moving yeah. on to tonight's NFL, NFL NBA games. Although my Philly one or my uh, Milwaukee one. Milwaukee one, and I bet them both. Uh, to poorly. Oh, I bet, but I bet them on a parlay, so they lost. Oh, terrible. Uh, so you've got Philly at Philly at Cleveland, Brooklyn at Washington, the Knicks at Hornets, Magic at Hawks, T Wolves in Miami. The Grizzlies at Rockets, Mavs at Spurs, Clippers at Suns, and last but definitely least, uh, Celtics in Utah. Chris, do you have yeah. any? Do you have any immediate thoughts? Did you have any? Do you have any guarantees for tonight's gambling fanatics? Um, I'm kind of. Although we just or you just said that the Grizzlies suck. I, I'm. I kind of. I'm feeling. Stay I'm away, like, I'm, like, dude. Dip my toe back in the water there. A so it's bit. eleven and a half in. They've, they're getting in eleven Houston. and a half in Houston. Yeah. And I think I'm not, I'm still not sold on Houston, even though they've now they've, someone's been listening to our show, Chris, because now even Houston is rebranding the small ball thing and they're trying to call it micro. Yeah, I've heard it. You know what else has been rebranded into micro little dicks. So (laughs) who rebrands to micro ball? Like there's micro financing and micro penis. Those are the only (sighs) micros. Yeah. So the Grizzlies and all, all of the, they might be, and that was sort of one of my gambling thing, points is that maybe start betting uh, New Orleans to make the playoffs here, um, and and maybe uh, and and maybe Memphis losing. So to your point or, on to, being cut. to your point on the on the I think that what we saw the hype going into last night's game with LeBron and Zion. Mm-hmm. If you are a conspiracy theorist, or if you believe that the NBA has their toe in making games turn out one way or the other. Definitely bet on the Pelicans to make the playoffs because they are certainly the most marketable team in that eighth seed. If you don't yeah. believe that, I don't think they make it. I think we're looking. Yeah, at, it'll be, it'll be tough. It'll be tight. It'll be close. I think. But they're they're. I think they at some point they were down ten games just from the eighth seed. Uh, within the last month, I mean, or they're so. the, definitely the team you wouldn't want to face as the number one seed. But I just feel like Sacramento's kind of on the come up. You've got like a like. That Portland, and I don't know Portland if my, I don't, has to make yeah. it. Like I feel like Portland, well, Lillard. I think I don't know how much Lillard is going to play here in the next, you know, but to the end of the season. So I'm not banking on Portland here. Um, so you still like the Grizzlies? I, I, I still, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it's them in New Orleans. I, I think they're the. I think those are two of the only realistic chances. All right. I, I, so give us Sacramento. your. So give us your pick for tonight. You're going to go. With All right. Your, so, your, so I kind of feel the Grizzlies. The other one though, I, I kind of want to hit on here is is I think I feel stronger about this is Washington Wizards plus two and a half. Bradley Beal been playing out of his goddamn mind. Out of his mind. They're not terrible. They're not quite out of the playoff pictures themselves. They got something to play for. Brooklyn is kind of hot or cold. They just lost, I think, Orlando last night, and they blew they got a uh, fourth-quarter lead or something maybe potentially there. So I think that one kind of feels str- – Wizards at home plus two-and-a-half dogs. That one kind of feels good to me. I'd take that one over your fucking shitty uh, Memphis pick. 
I mm-hmm. also I like the um, Celtics as underdogs on the road last night. Even though it's a it's the second game of a back to back. Oh, the Celtics took Portland to the house last night. At, yeah. Uh, and now they're getting five and a half in Utah, That's, a team I do not believe in. I that can't be right. I'd say I. Yeah, that one actually. I'll jump aboard with you on that one. That feels right, right? That feels way. Yeah, that 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 seems incredible. Like that doesn't seem right at all. That I plus, think plus five and a feels half. like guaranteed money. But do you feel strong? Boston even took uh, the Lakers to the to the, the end of the game there. Yeah, and they, and they got a little Kemba Walker. I they think, got a game. little hosed on that one. I feel like. Yeah, and they probably got hosed in the game, but they didn't even they weren't even at full strength and Tatum was going off, man. Like he's a beast now. Now, you know what? We talked about this last year with Kyrie on that team, and all of a sudden, like, we were talking about how Tatum was a bust and he's no good. And it just goes to show you that as long as you don't have Kyrie Irving on your team, your players are actually good. Uh I've never disliked Tatum, but that's just me. <laughs> all right, we got our two picks. I just put them in, in a parlay on DraftKings, folks. I just oh, entered right. it in in live time. That's right. Take that money. Do you uh do you care what the uh so it was a plus twenty plus two hundred and sixty five on that parlay so, uh, feels like a solid one strong strong, uh XFL and then we'll okay. wrap this up okay mm-hmm. uh the XFL still not a great presence online uh ESPN's kind of started dogging out on them a little bit they you don't can't even, even look up stats you can't look up ESPN. stats and you can't look up the uh, standings either yeah. Like yeah. they just don't update the stats. They put no. up like three videos, and that's that. It's not you a get great like look. a game summary or anything, no. like it's, a box score, and you can't get it in real time either. You can't find yeah. out who's winning in a, in real time. It's so, incredible. and that's their media partner. Like mm-hmm. th- that. So that feels kind of like be cautious. This might not last that long, guys. Yeah. So get Week while three, the, Chris on average it was one point six million viewers. Get while the getting's good, Chris. Here's what here's what I think. Uh, last week. We upped our picks. We were three and one. We almost hit that fourteen parlay, oh. and it was the fucking DC, my DC defenders. Yeah, man, it shattered the bed. Yeah, against a guy who does front flips into the end zone <laughs> for about one more game before he loses consciousness. Um, you want to you want to go through these games one by one? Give oh, me who of you course think? I do, Chris. You know how much I've been dying. Los Angeles Wildcats in New York against who? the Guardians. Who Do you want to guess the line? We could let's uh, let's steal Simmons and uh and cousin Al's thing, and we'll do. We'll They're not doing it for the XFL, so we could totally exactly. We're biting yeah. it right now, yeah. real time, Chris. What Wait, so you... LA's in New York against the Guardians? Yes. Oh, uh, this is after that big win against DC. The LA's got to be double digits here, Chris. You're close, but no nine cigar. and a half minus seven. Oh, okay, not even close actually. Uh, I like the Guardians on the road. I feel like this team is so wishy-washy that, like, if you take—I mean, not on the road at home. I'm gonna—I would just take the home. I would take the home dog in this in this instance. All right, I'm uh, I'm going LA. I'm riding the LA train. Okay. Right now. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're if there's two, if all there's, so there's two teams that sh- or there's two cities that shouldn't have teams in this league. It's New York and LA, right? They yeah. can barely sort of. They've each I mean, got LA their own NFL their own teams. Pro fo- NFL teams. It's stupid. I don't understand why that why New York has two of anything. They have two and fucking that, soccer yeah, teams. Why stop doing New York teams? Just do a Jersey team. Thank you. Loud, Thank right? you. Thank you. The Red <laughs> Bulls aren't even a fucking New, New Jersey team. Uh, all right. Next one. Okay. The come from behind Seattle Dragons <laughs> at the surprisingly two and one, if you're me, St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah, go Battlehawks. Guess the line. Uh... Battlehawks minus I'll go six. Twelve. What? Yeah. Whoa. I know. I feel like you gotta take the juicy, you gotta take the juicy twelve. I'm taking the twelve, Chris. You yeah. gotta take you gotta take Seattle 12. You and the twelve. Bad. Ditto, I, I kiddo. You you give them twelve points, they're gonna they're gonna cover that. Sunday are the games of the week. Oh boy. And if my in laws leave in town, I'm watching them both. I'm getting a fucking I'm getting a 16 pack. <laughs> I'm going to get a pony keg of white claw. I'm going to get a pony keg of white claw. I'm going to sit down with all the queso that I didn't get to eat during the Super Bowl, which is still, you know, that Velveeta is pantry safe. Oh, you don't refrigerate it at all. Yeah, that's yeah, that Gross. makes sense. Uh, so you got this is the this is the probably the game of the week and the one okay. everyone who's watched the XFL has been excited yeah. for. You've got the Houston Roughnecks mm-hmm. at. Dallas Renegades. Guess the line. 
Interstate rivals. Yeah, probably the two best teams in the league. Uh, sorry, who's the home team? Dallas. Oh, Dallas is home Your team. Landry's. Okay, so Dallas is getting four and a half points. They're getting one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't uh. that feel like a Roughnecks gimme? Yeah, this totally. Sunday games I feel very strongly about. Give it to me rough in my neck. Yeah, gross. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, we all got our things, you know. I don't know how to recover from that. <laughs> Keep it together, Chris. I don't feel good at all. This next <laughs> one's the de- defenders at the Vipers. Pick a line. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Vipers got to be the home dog here. They're getting ten and a half. Two. You what? suck at this. At least you got the, the the favorite right. You got the favorite. We should just be like, pick the favorite. I think. Yeah, well, that's easy. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? How is the Vipers only getting two points? That's They're what I mean. Too. They're terrible, and DC's good. DC just had a bad beat. I, that's why I think I, it, yeah, this feels like a fun. gimme, right? Yeah, come on, yeah. D- DC, uh, DC. The defenders are getting back on track. Whatever I, whatever I, whatever I win on tonight's parlay in the NBA, I'm rolling over exactly <laughs> onto the onto the Sunday games. I feel like it's a lock. I feel like yeah. your Roughnecks ugh, and the D- and my defenders. Oh, by the way, you like the Roughnecks now, no matter what. That's your yeah. team. Oh, it's totally my team. Yeah, uh, the, the oil, Derek. Like, yeah, man, come on. Okay, uh, that's their logo. They're gonna meet in the championship. Lock it in now. Bet on that, guys. If you, uh, I'm gonna, I'm bringing it into the '90s as we close this show. Google MC Light Roughneck. If you want to, oh, if yeah. you want to hear a classic love me '90s jam about oh, a lesbian woman trying to convince the world that she's into dominating guys. Oh, I love MC Light. <laughs> she's yeah, awesome. She's kind of awesome. Give it to me, girl. Oh, I love it. Dude, MC I gotta go. Hey, this is your girl. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>